4: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the
0: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast
4: third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show is here, everybody. Thanks for rolling with us, or thanks for joining us if you're just tuning in now. Appreciate it. Missed any part of it. Go back to the podcast, Clay and Buck Show, wherever you get your podcast, iHeart app. You name it. Go check it out. Putting up each hour of the show individually, too. So that's a great way to do it. We are joined now, as we have promised, by our friend Trish Regan. She is the host of the Trish Regan Show podcast and editor-in-chief of TrishIntel.com, formerly of Fox Business and Bloomberg. Trish, great to see you.
1: Hey, it's good to talk to you, Buck. So
4: this is not a good moment for the American economy, particularly on the issue of gas prices. We pointed out before that, as of this morning, we were just three cents off the all-time national gas average high from 2008, and it looks like it's about to get a lot higher. What What is this going to mean for the broader economy? I mean, let, let's assume that this conflict continues on and the Biden administration decides that they're going to sanction the Russian energy sector directly, which they're certainly talking about doing. What does that look like for everybody listening across the country?
1: Which, by the way, I mean, my, my view on this is absolutely they should. Um, it, it's kind of obvious that if... A country is is just massacring people like we're seeing right now we shouldn't be doing business with them and we've certainly sanctioned plenty of other countries um that haven't done anything quite n- quite close to that right so we're looking at right now um in current trading buck around 119 a barrel of oil that's where it's trading it was trading over the weekend on sunday night we saw up to 130 i'm hearing that the administration is fearful it could go to 180 i hear from traders It could go to 180. You know what this is going to mean? It's going to mean very quickly you're going to be looking at $9 instead of $4 per gallon. You could be looking at $9 or even upwards of that on the gas pumps. I I would say it, it doesn't have to be that way, and there are solutions that we should employ both in terms of drilling here at home and also looking to our neighbors. I also want to point out I'm really glad I'm coming on with you guys right now because I'm getting Some breaking news that I just want to share, some developments. Um, You know, I've covered Venezuela for some time and have a lot of sources um, in Venezuela, both in terms of the opposition and within the Maduro government. And I'm hearing from sources close to the government right now that there is an effort underway um, to make sure that at least two, possibly three of the detainees there, the American hostages, are released so that's just coming into me right now and i just wanted to share that with you guys um it's relevant as we talk about oil as well because trish
4: that would be a part of venezuela trying to get the sanctions lifted
1: right yeah yeah so the sanctions have been put on venezuela um they've been there what since 2019 there was hope i think that we were going to see a regime change in venezuela and if that regime change came about you could potentially open up those oil fields in the Orinoco region which I've been to it is the most oil in the world it it dwarfs it makes you know Saudi Arabia's oil fields cannot compare to what's in the ground in Venezuela the trick is it's super heavy it's very tar like and you've got to refine this stuff which our Texas refineries can do um you could get this out of the ground and to Texas in you know a few days so if If they were successful in relieving the sanctions, you could see U.S. energy companies like Chevron or Chronicle Phillips down there pumping all this stuff out and getting the supply chain to the U.S. The problem of course has been the sanctions and so I suspect that there is going to be some diplomatic activity going on. Um, The release of, and we'll see if this this comes to fruition, has not been confirmed by the U.S. State Department. But again, coming to me from sources close to the Maduro government, they are looking to release some of these uh, detainees. This would be obviously a really, really positive development. I think that, you know, we should all hope for that. But also, you know, realistically, I think with everything that's going on right now, We should be trying to find solutions um, to to work with people in our hemisphere. One of the things that has frustrated me from the beginning is that the Russians have been making efforts, as well as the Chinese, to have a presence in Venezuela and to access that oil. Oil that, you know, honestly, like, we ought to be able to realistically access ourselves with a country that theoretically we we should have more in common with than they do with the Chinese. So there's a lot going on. I I think that we don't have to look at nine dollars. A gallon. We could be smart about this. We don't have to go to Iran. I mean, of all places. Um, I, I saw the story that you tweeted out, and I actually retweeted it, Buck, about the uh, the allegations now that there's some kind of uh, assassination attempt on John Bolton. Um, look, by Iran, there, this is a very sort of mixed up world right now, but we ought to be very precise and very thoughtful about how we ensure that our economy doesn't get just, you know, thrown into, into a storm, into a total tornado, if you would, because of Russia. We've got to find other solutions. I mean, the most obvious one is that we should have had Keystone, right? Like, we absolutely should have allowed Keystone to go through. They, they've made mistake after mistake after mistake. And I'm just hopeful that on the policy front, on the international front, we can think thoughtfully about this so that, Everyday Americans don't pay the price because, you know what, Buck, that's what that's who it's going to hurt. Everyday Americans, middle Americans that are trying to you know, put food on the table and pay their bills. What are they going to do when it's nine dollars a gallon? And think about the effect, the ripple effect on the economy.
5: Trish, this is Clay. I appreciate you coming on with us. We started off last hour talking about where this oil can come from and the information you're sharing about Venezuela is fantastic. Uh, I said, basically, there's five places, right Uh, And and I'm curious what you would say in terms of an analyzing this. What's the best case scenario? And I said, obviously, U.S., we got to increase the amount that we're producing. Saudi Arabia, it appears that uh, the United States, the Biden administration, has tried to isolate Saudi Arabia over the Washington Post journalist who was killed uh, and, and tried to say MBS and crew are not great allies. It seems like that's changing Venezuela. I ranked third. And then I said Iran. Obviously, that's not where we want. And Russia is five are there other places out there that to you we could go to avoid this possibility of nine dollars a gallon gas and what would be the best possible outcome i mean obviously ukraine and russia ending their conflict but i'm talking about if we have to continue to use the oil in the gas in this universe and we're not going to have a rapid cessation of hostilities
1: so to me, like, first and, and most obvious should be the U.S., right? But we only yes. have, if you look at the map of all the reserves in the world, we actually don't have as much as a place like, you know, Venezuela or Saudi Arabia. Venezuela, I mean, you're, you're talking about probably the largest oil reserves um, in, in the world. I mean, it, it, they've got like $302 billion, I believe, compared to Saudi Arabia's $266 billion. The U.S. is looking around... $35 billion. So, in other words, you get 10 times that amount in Venezuela. I, I just think that, again, in the scheme of things, and by the way, Clay, if you don't know, and Buck knows this, I, I have been very you know, critical of the Maduro regime, and that's, that's putting yes. it very nice for me over the years. Um, the last couple of years, I've started to see, in part because they didn't really have a choice, I mean, once you had those sanctions slapped on you, how do you how do you exist you could have gone super cuban-like right and um really tried to rein in your economy that way or you could have gotten more creative about it they brought in a guy patricio rivera who was from ecuador the finance minister there they came in they're trying to implement these very free market capitalist. some of these free market capitalist ideas in part because they just had to and they had to figure out like how can we get our oil to china well why are we letting them send it to china for goodness sakes it's three hours off the coast of miami and you know there's there's a lot more commonality i think that they have that they have with us than we have say with iran or they have with china so i I look at this right now we won't allow venezuelan oil in but we allow russian oil in and i just think we've got to kind of take a deep breath and, and i say this with You know, without again, as someone who would love to see free market capitalism and democracy and all these good things in Venezuela, I think they've they've been trying, and I think instead of like just shunning them and saying, you know, hey, forget about it, we're going to you go do business with the Chinese, you go do business with Iranians, you go do business with Russians, like why aren't we actually trying to think about what would make sense for us? And it seems to make sense that we should have a relationship. We can encourage democracy. Maduro has made it very clear. You know what? You can bring in all the people you want to look after our elections and make sure that they're fair. Um, there was a guy, this the brother of Chavez, actually, that ran for governor in one of their states, and he didn't win. And I guess if they really wanted to manipulate the elections, they could have made sure that he won. So we, we can have a presence there in a productive way that is good for them, but also good for us. Right, I'd rather get my oil from the U.S. and then secondarily from Venezuela than from Iran or Russia or, frankly, even Saudi Arabia.
4: TrishIntel.com, folks, for more from Trish Regan. Also check out the Trish Regan Show podcast. Trish, thanks for the expertise. Great to have you on.
1: Great to be here. Thanks, guys
5: fascinating this is going to be a there's not going to be great options buck we're going to have to break some of these down because we're going to end up in a partnership with a country that ain't ideal it's just a matter of figuring out how exactly to do it in order to make up for what we're going to lose from russia uh and a lot of you out there we're talking about you just heard trish say possible nine dollar a gallon uh gas we're over four dollars right now a lot of you out there are in the spot where you are trying to save as much money as you can for you and your family and you know what A lot of you have still not called our friends at American Financing. You can save up to $1,000 a month, and you could skip up to two payments. Now is the time to call. It takes 10 minutes. A lot of husbands, a lot of wives out there. You listen to the show. How many of you have been going back and forth? Did you call today? You heard Clay. You heard Buck. Did you call? Have we figured out whether we can save a lot of money by refining or getting a brand new mortgage? Well, guess what? Save the money now. $12,000 in the space of a year. You could save six figures over the life of a loan. All it takes is a 10-minute call. Here's how you do it. American financing, 800-777-8109. Let me repeat that number, 800-777-8109. All sorts of financial difficulties right now in the oil and gas industry. Why not go ahead and put your financial house in order Go visit AmericanFinancing.net. Again, that number, 800-777-8109, NMLS 182334, org.
3: Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023.
5: Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, rolling through the Monday edition of the program. Trish Regan, she was fantastic uh, talking about potentially the consequences of $9 uh, gas and talking about the reality of that you may have to end up in a partnership with a country that is not an ideal partner because, by and large, countries that have large deposits of oil are not traditional American allies. One reason is because the power that oil gives to these autocratic leaders. But I want you to know that our Transportation Secretary, Mayor Pete, He of the 18-month paternity leave. leave. Are we sure that he's back from paternity leave? He may have an 18-month paternity leave. His whole term might be paternity leave. Mayor Pete, this is such a Marie Antoinette-like quote. Mayor Pete today said that he's got the solution, guys and girls, for everybody out there who's having to pay nearly the highest price for gas in the history of the country. He says all of you should just go buy new electric cars. That would solve the issue. Eat the cake, buy the brand new $80,000 electric car. Listen to Mayor Pete.
3: Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment. Clean transportation can bring significant cost savings for the American people as well. Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an ev just buy a new car buck that's all you have to do
5: just eighty thousand dollar electric vehicle the fact that you already have a car and that you already have to pay to fill it up with gas all you have to do according to mayor pete is sell that car and then go buy an eighty thousand and by the way why don't the homeless people just go buy houses, too? I just want to Mayor know. P- Why don't the homeless people just go buy houses? Why are they homeless? What hey, an I, idiot this I, guy I think is.
4: I think you're skipping something here. Mayor Pete would tell the peasants, well, if you can't get a full-on EV, go get yourself a nice golf cart. You know, walk a little <laughs> bit more. That'll That'll solve it. By the way, I always think it's fascinating. Where do they think the electricity comes from for these things? It's not it's not a windmill in May, in Mayor Pete's backyard I can assure you. It's it's not uh, wind turbines all along the coast that are what you're actually juicing up your vehicle with your your brand new um uh what do you call Tesla it? Tesla. Or I was going to say I actually I saw in Texas over the weekend
5: a Prius with a Beto for governor
4: sticker and I just realized it still exists even in Texas.
5: Well, hopefully they've got uh, the the odds for Beto winning cuz I would put every dollar that I have on uh, Greg Abbott because that clip of Beto saying he's going to take away all your guns, yeah, you're done. I don't even know how they what I don't even know what the game plan is for him. How many races in a row can he lose and still get the opportunity to go lose again because once he said, I'm going to take all your guns away, I'm sorry, you're dead uh in terms of being able to win an election in Texas. You are finished as a politician there. Um And by the way, speaking of finished as a politician. Uh
4: Uh-oh, look at that smooth, cool on the other side of the
5: pillow, Travis. uh, That is what you call a smooth radio transition. Your boy, your boy, Andrew Cuomo, is, I mean, he is going full throttle back. And he now is saying he is the ultimate victim of cancel culture, which is a hell of a pivot. But that is the argument that he is trying to make. And uh, he came out. With an ad, we played that ad. Was it last week that we played his 30-second ad that he's running now? Is basically claiming vindication? Yeah, of course. And now he's given a speech, and listen to how fiery he got. Remember, it was only, what, seven, eight months ago that he was forced to resign in dishonor and disgrace. And now, buddy, he's
3: back. Listen. Yes, this is a time for impatience, but constructive impatience. If you want to cancel something, cancel federal gridlock. The incompetence, cancel the infighting, cancel crime, cancel homelessness, cancel education inequality, cancel poverty, cancel racism. Be outraged, but be outraged at what really matters and what really matters is what matters to you. Cancel
4: my cable subscription. Cancel (laughs) that thing where I think I'm going to get free DVDs in the mail, but it's actually all a big scam cancel i mean this guy you are a hundred percent right by the way he's back man he he so here's the thing he thinks he's coming back i don't think he's ever coming back at the national level the way he thought he was i also think it's probably impossible probably he could ever be governor but attorney general for the state of new york maybe maybe it's possible he has a much longer history in politics than uh, than uh, Leticia, Leticia, James does. He he has a big war chest. He and he is a mean, mean man. Can we
5: just say everyone always says
4: Cuomo's like the meanest guy in politics.
5: So he'll do it, man. He's not done. Remember when I said that he was resigning to try to preserve his future political uh, viability? I was like the only person in America arguing that. And that was the only reason that I could see that he would be willing to resign because these guys don't write off. Because otherwise into the he night. would have
4: gone down for the conventional wisdom right. on him, even from New York state politicians that I talked to about this was he'll go down to the very end. Well, all he did is actually extend what the very end means.
5: Yes. And by the way, I think he may well beat Letitia James. I think he may be able to do that.
4: Tax return preparation time is like a big headache, a homework project. It's so annoying. It's also the time of year when cyber hackers get a jump start on so many others filing bogus tax returns to get your refund before you can actually get it. You see, they've gotten your online info, they change your address to their own, they file a return with the IRS. It's unfair, it's illegal, it takes hours and hours to make sense of with the IRS. One of the reasons you really do need to protect your online identity like I do with LifeLock. Their online systems constantly monitor the internet looking for evidence you've been a victim of online de- identity theft. When they see it, they alert you in any number of ways. Look, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code BUCK for up to 25% off. So the good news for everybody out there. Welcome back to Clan Buck. C and B. Increasingly we're using the acronym C and B. I, li- I like that. Um, hey, well, the good news for all of us is as we're talking about a obviously very serious, unstable world situation right now. Oil prices skyrocketing. What happens to the U.S. economy? How are they going to turn things around? The Biden administration, it turns out, Clay. See, we're not always we're not always thinking about every possibility and every detail. The Biden administration, it turns out has a secret weapon in their economic strategy arsenal. And that secret weapon is the Vice President, Kamala Harris. Imagine a future.
2: (laughs) The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today, because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen.
4: Like <laughs> mean, you just can we put her in charge? I want her solving all of our problems because wow, it's amazing. We have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then make the possible actually happen boom that's all you need man fixes
5: the economy right there fixes emissions all of it who is writing her speeches whoever's writing her speeches is not doing her any favors but also the way she delivers them is infuriatingly annoying and it's important to remember that she dropped out of the democratic race for the presidency before there had even been a vote cast that's how incompetent her presidential campaign was and the only time she even made real news in her campaign was when she called joe biden a racist so her entire campaign was calling joe biden a racist and then being so unlikable that she had to drop out because nobody would vote for her and then joe biden inexplicably rescued her from what would have been probably electoral oblivion and made her his vice president and honestly, that may be the best choice Joe Biden has made if only because he picked someone who was so much uh, more awful at her job than he was that she actually has lower approval ratings than he does. So that might be the only saving grace. And by the way, we're talking about the price of oil, Buck. But you and I were talking about off the air not too long ago, a couple of segments ago. We're not far from the stock market turning negative since joe biden became president of the united states so i don't even know what he's going to be able to point to but certainly kamala who is one of the biggest disasters out there is pretty unbelievable i mean even snl is making fun of her oh we're going to we're going to play that in, in a moment yes. and
4: and let's let's remember that somehow the vice president here who w- we thought the, the initial thinking on this, and I don't just mean Republican, Democrat, too, was that she was a, the same way it would be if Trump runs his VP, as, as you said, I think it was last week, Clay, that's a, a particularly Monster significant choice. pick because he would be in his second term. There is not going to be a third term. And so you have the heir apparent vice president situation. Biden at one point said he might be a one. He would only run for one term. He changed on that early on, but he did say it. But everyone assumed Given his age and everything else, that Kamala would be a consequential vice presidential pick in one way or another. And what we've actually seen is they keep moving her responsibilities. Or she was the border czar, and then she was deployed to Europe to fix the Ukraine situation, and now she's talking about the Green New Deal and and and, well, not that specifically, but you know, energy and and how we can have no emissions from all. By the way, no emissions. I mean, think about. Why is the current vice president even spewing such nonsense? As I said, the best case, this is decades away. But, Clay, it doesn't matter. The, the media, if they had something to say that was positive about the way that she's being received by the American people as the vice president, they would. I mean, they're, they're dying to find positive things to say about Kamala. The fact that they largely just go, oh, another Kamala speech,
5: that tells you all you need to know. She's the diversity and inclusion candidate in an era when the mainstream media is desperate to make the diversity and inclusion candidate look like a hero, and she's so bad at her job, they can't even make her look like a hero. And by the way, this is true of most of the Biden administration. I mean, we were making fun of Mayor Pete earlier, but think about how out of touch it is with the American public today to say as they are paying potentially by this week, the highest price for a gallon of gas in the history of this country, the way to solve this issue is for them to go buy new electric cars. I mean, that you would even come up with the idea. I was making fun of it. I mean, it's a little bit like saying, hey, I don't understand why homeless people don't just buy houses. You know, (laughs) I mean, it's a fundamental lack of understanding of economic reality. And by the way, this used to be the Democratic Party's selling point. We're the party of the common man, the common man and woman out there telling them to go buy electric vehicles. How much more New York and L.A. dominant base can your line of thought? And remember, Mayor Pete was supposed to be the Midwestern guy, the mayor of uh, the, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He knows what the American public is like. Yeah. Go buy an electric car after you take off months for your paternity leave. This guy is as big of a disaster as Kamala. And both of them were supposed to be the future of the Democratic Party.
4: One thing we heard a lot when Trump was president and even in the uh, run up to his presidency was, hey, maybe it would be a good idea to have somebody who has run a business and has an understanding of business to be in such a prominent position, you know, to be the president. What you have with this administration is the opposite of that. You have basically faculty lounge hires mixed in with people that are you know, uh, running diversity and inclusion seminars at major companies, mixed in with people who are just politicos, who have never actually had to run a real business with profit and loss and products yes. that have to be made for people. And, and Joe Biden, I mean, as I've said, the only jobs Joe Biden's ever created are for Hunter in China and Ukraine. <laughs> and so here we are. Is any of this surprising? I mean, when you look at what's going on with the economy and, and everything else, we, it's kind of like the big we told you so presidency to all the people that voted for him. Like, yeah, exactly. This is what we said would happen.
5: We have the anti-payroll uh, right now p- uh, party, right? And what I mean by that, the anti-payroll party, if you have ever run any kind of business, and I know a lot of people who are listening to us right now, where you have had to make payroll, right? That is an overwhelming amount of stress on your shoulders. You have to not only worry about your job security as the small business owner, you know that you have countless people and their lives depend on the success or failure of your business and i.e. whether you turn a profit or not and these people have no clue. They've never had to make a payroll in their life. play You're forgetting something
4: and it is that the time for the now is this time for, uh, whatever, whatever it was that Kamala said. Play, play clip 29, please.
2: We still sincerely hope that there is a diplomatic path out of this moment. And within the context then of the fact that that window is still opening although open although it is absolutely narrowing but within the context of a diplomatic path still being open the deterrence effect we believe has merit.
4: That's the wrong clip.
2: Sorry.
5: It's also also imbecilic, by the way. There is a long litany of ridiculous Kamala statements.
4: It was the, this is the time we have for now, and the time is now for what we have been doing. Something like that. That was the one that we were looking for. But you know what else we're looking for? Clay Travis's favorite kind of cereal. (laughs) And I'm going to throw mine out there, too, but I have limitations because so much cereal obviously has the gluten in it.
5: Oh yeah, well you're well I don't have any limitations at all cuz I got three boys. And if you have kids, you are a cereal expert. I mean, that's one of the benefits of having kids. Every now and then you get to eat food. Like I'll give you an example, buck. I stopped eating peanut butter and jelly and mac and cheese. I don't know why I ever stopped because peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and mac and cheese when you have kids, every now and then you'll be sitting there and you'll be like, "Hey, I just ordered uh you know, this other food, this adult food, but I'll be damned if that Mac and cheese doesn't look incredible or that peanut butter jelly and breakfast cereal is one of those things that I kind of got out of the habit of. And then I got three boys and we go through breakfast cereal by the ton. And I got great answer here for National Breakfast Cereal Day. Uh, By the way, we were in Houston last week. And uh, we had a great group of listeners out there. We appreciate all of you. Great pictures and video of everybody having a great time. We're going to have some of those pictures and video to share from it. Uh, but it's easy these days to use your smartphone to grab videos or pictures. But how about all those videos we all took back in the day when we lugged camcorders around before the smartphone? The way you see those videotapes again is by digitally transferring them, protecting them forever. And our friends at Legacy Box are the best at this. They take every one of your videotapes and they'll digitally transfer it by hand, putting the contents in the cloud for you to see and share basically forever. They can also easily put it onto thumb drives too. Again, Make your memories easy to relive all over again. If you're storing old tapes, now's the time to work with Legacy Box. That's because for a limited time, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape sale. Normally, it's $25 to $30 a tape, but right now, never a better time to convert your entire collection. Whole process can take a few weeks. You'll get your old tapes back along with a video link email to forever see your family memories on those videotapes so how do you get hooked up take advantage of this visit legacybox.com slash clay to shop their nine dollar tape sale that's legacybox.com slash clay to unlock this incredible first time offer legacybox.com slash clay Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. With lucky
2: landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We
4: were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Well, welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Wanted to give you a fun uh, little discussion here on National Serial Day. But first, this was awesome. If you saw this, uh, I hope it made you feel a little bit better about the state of our country. In Charlotte, North Carolina, they debuted a new MLS, Major League Soccer Team, first ever game. The audio went out as the girl was singing the national anthem. This is what it sounded like as the entire stadium, because they could not hear her, began to sing it in unison. Listen. Know about you, but when I listen to this, first of all, it's incredible. You can go listen to a longer version of that if you would like. I almost think that every sporting event should start with the fans. Instead of bringing in a certain person to sing the national anthem, it's so much more of a cool experience to me if the stadium in unison sings the national anthem together. I mean, I think yeah. that would be an incredible trend to start. I think that's a great idea.
4: I'd also note when I was standing outside of what I believe was, uh, is it the a- the Astrodome in Houston? It's now where the rodeo was, the livestock, uh, the Houston Livestock and Rodeo Show, which is where I spent all day Saturday, and thanks to John Rudy and Renee Perry who were hosting us there, showing us around. Um, they're on the Calf Scramble Committee. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's like a mentorship program for youth getting them off iPads, giving them an opportunity to learn about agriculture responsibility. This was the 80th anniversary of it. We got to be down, Clay, on the floor of the rodeo with cool. the scramblers. I actually got to touch a little calf as it ran past me. It was all, you know, <laughs> it was running past me. <laughs> and and you then you my hand ride a horse, though. was quite smelly afterwards, like the city guy I am. I was like, oh, my hand is smelly. Um, But the calf was very cute. They wrestle the calves to the ground. I, I was like, well, I could do this probably with a sheep, but the, the calves are actually pretty sturdy. They said that I might crush the sheep, and so I wasn't. Allowed. There's apparently age and weight limits for the mutton-busting component of it. <laughs> but I really, I got to say, I loved, I mean, we had a great event in Houston, but I just love Houston as a city. I'd never been down there That's before. It's a great place. The rodeo was amazing. I got a pair of boots. Uh, I got a pair of boots, my friend, courtesy of Republic Boots down in Houston, which is an amazing store, by the way. And uh, they are ostrich. I will have you know, but that ostrich I was told was mean, and it was asking for it. So I've got. Ostrich are you, boots. by
5: the way, more comfortable now in the idea of wearing boots because you're joining the boot brigade now? Have you been breaking these things in?
4: Well, I feel like now I can probably wear my cowboy boots and get away with saying y'all. Like it all goes together, which is a great contraction that the yeah, whole country should adopt. Otherwise, you you know, you do it. You know, in New York in the Northeast, we go you guys yeah you guys that's not y'all is way better than you guys so i'm, yeah, I, I'm with them on that anyway it was uh, i love my new boots from republic boot company and i love houston it was a great city and it was so cool to see all of our people down there and the rodeo i asked you know i asked jesse kelly this is fun i'm like jesse because the bull riding we're right down there on the dirt as they say that's the lingo clay we're down there on the dirt and and the bulls were throwing these guys around. And they're doing the bull riding thing. I asked Jesse, "What would it take?" He was like ten million dollars. <laughs> he said, "No way to get, on get, a get bull. him re- to really get up on that bull and try to get to eight seconds." He's like, he's like lifetime of not working. That's what it would take me. Because he's like breaking my back isn't worth
3: it.
5: Yeah, no, no kidding. Those guys are insanely brave. Yellowstone, uh, Jimmy on Yellowstone, obviously uh, could could reference that. A um, couple of things here. We were saying it is National Serial Day. And as we went to break there, Buck, I was talking about the fact that if you have kids, you become a cereal expert. Do you have cereal in your home right now?
4: I have no cereal in my home right now. I'll, yeah. speak, I'll speak honestly because it's it's tough to get cereal for me because I, I have celiac disease. Oh, you've got the gluten
5: know. issues. Well, I was just talking with Dub here in the studio in Nashville, and Dub said he had no cereal. I bet we have six different types of cereal in the Travis household right now. So I feel very confident in this. My number one draft pick is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the greatest cereal out there. Now, Dub, before he left, said he would go with Frosted Flakes, which is also solid. a solid cereal yeah. dra- uh, draft pick. Allie said she was going with Rice Krispies. And then what has the rest of the crew said? Uh, you would go with what?
4: Well, 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 producer producer Mike said Great Grains, which
5: I don't even know that one. That sounds or, awful, or by or life. life.
4: You know he likes fiber. He likes
5: fiber. Probably, uh, he just, right? I mean, just what are you eighty four? I mean, I don't and, know. Great Grains—that's an awful cereal. I mean,
4: there's great in the name,
5: Clay. Unless, unless Great Grains is about to spend a lot of money with the show, in, in which, which case, case I've long best. been a huge Great Grains, grains fan. That's right.
4: true. <laughs> uh, for me, Clay, because I used to eat normal normal people cereal. Uh, okay, Cheerios and and uh, cinnamon cinnamon nut crunch was the was producer Greg uh, his pick. Clay, I'll say this. Back in my normal people food eating days, uh, which existed until I was about 30 years old, so I, I spent a lot of time eating pizza and drinking beer. Um, normal beer. Because gluten-free beer is not so good. Awesome. Unless there's yeah. a great gluten-free beer company that wants Yeah, like In that. which Same case, thing. boy, it's the in greatest case, ever. Um, I got to tell you, if, if you're just telling me what was the most delicious, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was my number two. Um, I'm a frosted Lucky Charms. I love the little... The little uh marshmallow. Lucky charms. Lucky uh, that's, charms. That's
5: a solid selection. Yeah. That's a saw sol- I'm not gonna lie, it's a good yeah. selection. Because
4: also the 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 color, the food coloring and the sugar would go into the milk. And then you yeah. have
5: kind of like this
4: sloshy sweet milk with the frosted lucky charms. Plus there's a little leprechaun. I feel like my Irish heritage getting a shout out, although apparently that's not a thing anymore. You're allowed to talk about leprechauns. So I go with that one.
5: Frosted mini wheats, by the way, underrated. Honey Nut Cheerios, longest staple. My boys still love Honey Nut Cheerios. So I hope, I bet we just sold a bunch of cereal out there, by the way. Because yeah, a lot of people who are adults that sponsor. haven't had cereal in a while. We got a coffee sponsor. I think
4: we need a cereal sponsor. We'll talk about it. Everybody, thanks for hanging with us today. Please check out the pod. Tell somebody about the Clay and Buck Show. And big shout out and a high five to Houston, Michael Berry, and Jesse
0: Kelly. Thanks so much. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway.
2: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, oh,
3: oh, O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart the professional parts people. Oh,
5: oh, oh, O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Amazing time.